back. Oh my hey, god. Woo. I think we killed it on that intro outro, did we not? Air catch, Tony. Air your keys back. Uh, oh, thank you for the keys. All right, you know the deal. It's DM Tony. Before we give you the recap, we gotta give you the run down. And we got all four of us hot on the intro for episode 11. Boys, how we doing? I'm driving to Taco Bell. I'll see you later. And this week... <laughs> and this week, the first thing we got to tell you is that we got a lot of new con content coming out for you guys. We are uploading more on TikTok and YouTube. I also want to let you guys know that if you guys can't listen to us on the beautiful podcast platforms like Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, we also upload every episode to YouTube. That's right. You can listen for free with no cost to you. All right. And go ahead while you're there. Why don't you go ahead and hit the subscribe button? It's free for you. It means everything to us. And now we're going to get into the recap in episode 10 we had awesome max pain filled dream sequences each hero here had their own individual dream sequence starting with armos taking a trip into some mysterious realm a possible glimpse a foreshadow of what is to come into the future of the darkness that awaits him ahead next we went into menace's dream sequence where he dreamt that he was just a little lad meeting his childhood bully Minroar, Minroar, Minisroar. I forgot his name. Dan, what's his name? His name is Miranor. Miranor is Miranor. He gets beautifully jacked and buff and he hit puberty twice and he just straight bullies Minas. Bullies him so hard that he became a foretold demon. Is it a link to Armos's dream? Who knows? And then lastly, we had Drell's dream sequence as he was walking in the frigid cold north coming face to face with a giant dead direwolf that soon arose with the blood red moon filling the sky only to attack him for him to wake up in a cold sweat but not before he caught a glimpse of what could be his father's remains after their dream filled night the heroes have met reginald the true star of the show and he's amazing and everybody loves him and they got to become great friends with him and they absolutely did not trap him in the net and bully him for 20 minutes after that the trio decided to separate ways from kemi joe as kemi joe headed back to the city college as the heroes go back to the town of Gila. And we met one of the scariest creatures I've seen in my life. I thought it was a cool thing, but it actually wasn't. It was mean. It pecked me. My hand turned to stone. And now we're about to find out what happens next on Dragon Ball Z. Bard, roll the intro. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. And welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D &D 404. You look at your hand, and it's starting to turn to stone. Uh, guys! <laughs> You're freaking out a little bit. So, for not that you guys are in combat, you guys are now going to roll initiative. Against one sick chicken? Yeah, oh I mean, God. just for the moment of what's happening now, because something is happening to Minus that's time-based, right. you're going to need to address this now. So just go ahead and roll initiative. Uh, I got an eight. I got a I five. Got one. It goes first. So it's eating out of your hand and it's like, it hasn't seen food like breadcrumbs and like like this, like this is some good fucking breadcrumbs, bro. Like he's like, mm -hmm. and he's pecking at it harder. And you notice that like, you can't feel your hand and it's visibly turning to stone. So that's what he's doing on his turn. Now it's going to go down to Drell. Drell, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to throw an axe at the chicken. No. <laughs> 
You're gonna attack it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he just <laughs> fucking turned my boy's arm into stone. What am I supposed to do? Hey, right now, it's just his hand. But yes, so roll to hit. You gotta throw an axe or you gotta swing it at him? Oh man, this is gonna be uh, so sad. I'm throwing it. I don't wanna touch him. Uh, that's a 20. Dirty 20. <laughs> it's, uh, it's only three points of damage. So you hit him with the axe. Wah! He gets, you know, he gets knocked back a foot. He wasn't expecting that. Wah! And he flails out his wings wide and his eyes, his beady eyes turn full white. And you're like, Wah! Oh God, I'm fucked. <laughs> and now he is enraged. He's attacking. He's a very angry chicken you got on your hands. Armos, what's your turn? What are you doing? Oh no, it's actually Minus's turn. I'm sorry. What are you doing, Minus? Oh, I beat the bird. Uh, do I notice anything about the stone? Well, no, the bird went before you, but he just, because you guys weren't fighting it, he was oh. just eating out of your hand, kept yeah, yeah, pecking at you. Um, yeah. uh, do I, can I like inspect my hand? Do I notice anything about if it's like creeping up or getting worse? Uh, it's slowly moving. Yeah, it's getting worse. It is. It hasn't passed your hand just yet, but your hand is stone. You can't move your fingers. Uh, which hand were you using? Uh, it was my left hand. Oh, it's just conveniently your well, non-dominant hand. With my right? left hand. Of course, his left hand. Of course, I'll let you slide. That is this genuinely time. I what I was ask. picturing with my I left hand. I didn't fucking ask you. That was my boo boo. Yeah, that's but I'll your let fault. You slide. Okay. Um. Yeah. So your left hand is like stone. Okay, and he's he's enraged. So. Yeah, he's looking uh, at he's looking at Drell fuck. mainly, but he he's in front of you. His wings are spread out. It's pretty big wingspan. There's a bunch of holes in his wings. Like he looks beat up. I still wouldn't want to um, hurt it, so uh, I'm gonna use my action to attempt to grapple it like to the ground. Okay, they're both uh, the same size, wait, right? I'm sorry, am I, am I wrong? <laughs> uh, I mean, he's a little taller than it. It just touched his hand, and he turned it to stone, and now he wants to tackle no, it. No, it bit my hand. Okay, so I'm my, I'm assuming Minus is assuming that because it bit me but i still want to like pin it down because it might have something that could help me get cured um i'm worried if we kill it i don't get healed i don't know yeah sure. uh, i'm gonna grapple it <laughs> you grapple it. give me a strength check so yeah. it's a raw strength check against each other i'm gonna roll for the minis died yep. on the road okay there to the that's an ab one <laughs> oh no you did it this thing has negative two to strength you really rolled in that one yeah <laughs> this you go to <sighs> He, you go to grapple him. He bobs and weaves like Floyd Mayweather. Okay, right. he'll whoo gets right behind you. Fall down on your face. Yeah. He gets an opportunity attack yeah. on you. He goes to bite you. It's an eighteen, and you have disadvantage because you're on the floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does two points of damage as he hits your okay. foot. Give me a constitution saving throw. Yep. That is fucking Christ. That's nine. Uh, your foot starts to turn to stone. Uh, Since this is also the end of your turn, give me another saving throw, please. Uh, just a random saving throw? Uh, constitution saving uh, throw. I'm sorry. Uh, 20. Not now. 20. Okay. So your hand stopped being pet. Like your, your hand is still stone, but it stopped moving. Your foot is now turned to stone. That has not stopped moving. So your turn is over. It is now the cockatrice's turn again. He's going to take another peck at you. This bird is dumb. Wait. No, it'd be my turn. It's Armos. Oh, it is Armos. I always forget. Armos, man. I'm sorry. Wow. Well, because ahead. I rolled a one. I rolled, I rolled a one, one all of a sudden. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just not even. 
Wow. I'm Sherry. I'm Sherry. I'm just, I'm just still baffled by the fact that Minus tried to grapple this. Of course he would. This, this just chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know why not? Why not? I'm going to cast my unseen servant and try to taunt the thing away from Minus. Oh yeah, how long does it last? Less than an hour, right? And what's its AC and hit points and all that? AC's fun? 10, one hit point, and a strength of two. It cannot attack, and if it drops to zero, the spell ends. But you're, so you're gonna make its action, so you're casting a spell with your pre-action, you're gonna tell it what to do. Yes. Um, and you're telling it to, this invisible thing to taunt this thing. How, you, how do you wanna make it taunt? It can't attack, what do you want it to do exactly? Yeah. I'm gonna give us a we'll have it throw uh like stones at it okay yeah that works there we go hey so the you the unseen servant moves behind the uh the bird and stone random pebbles start hitting it from the back and it takes its attention away yeah perfect so uh, normally i'll make it roll but this bird is really dumb nice. oh yeah it's dumb it's big dumb yeah i'll let it work i'll just say it works sure cool so now it goes up to the bird's turn now this bird is like and it is like looking for whatever it's like throwing rocks it's pretty distracted it's back is to you guys and it starts like pecking the air randomly doesn't quite hit anything it's just like kind of pointing wherever it uh trying to swipe at whatever hitting it let's just see if it hits this unseen servant uh it's gonna roll a disadvantage because it doesn't see it uh misses you said an ac of 10 right that's correct yeah, he rolled a 16 and a 9, so he misses it, and that's his turn. It is now Drell's turn. Uh, well, now I'm gonna walk up with my great axe, and, uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna say, uh, a, uh, little fuck-faced chicken. <laughs> Squawk this. Wah? And then I'm just gonna Twang? fucking try to uh. chop its head off. <laughs> um, go ahead and roll with advantage, and give me, give me a, uh... And check while you're at it. Wait, okay, so hold on. What am I doing first? Roll to hit. Roll to okay, hit. Okay, so I got a 17 to hit. Okay, that's your big roll. Yeah. All right. Uh, give me your strength check as you go to aim for its neck. It's a nat 20. Hey. <laughs> you chop this thing's head Damn. right off. I just yelled, no. <laughs> Buddy. Yeah, this, this very sickly chicken. You know, I had a good amount of health, but I will let you as a... Goliath <laughs> with a lot of strength. Yeah, I'll let you decapitate a chicken in one if you got a nat 20. Absolutely, I would do that. But now its body is just kind of like walking around without a head because it's kind of a chicken. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Blood is like spewing out. Blah, blah. His head's on the floor. What are you guys doing? You just killed this chicken that you're not sure what it was. Uh, How, what's my Menace? Yeah. Yeah, what's going if... on with my stone? Oh, uh, Menace, go ahead and give me a DC constitution yep. saving throw. You have to beat an 11. 16. Your foot is still stone, but it does not spread. Your left hand is stone, and your right foot is stone. So he's kind of on the floor, and this is heavy. So if you were to... So now you can kind of, like, move and get up, and, like, you can use your body weight to, like, drag your foot. But if you try to walk... Anything faster than half your movement speed, you would have to make like uh, an acrobatics check, yeah, or dexterity check too, because you you you're gonna have difficulty moving right, right yeah. now. Uh, I'm probably yelling for Armos, I'm like Armos, uh, what's happening to me, man? What <laughs> the hell happened here? You had to, you just had to be friends with it, didn't you? It it, it just looked like it needed food, okay, and it wasn't trying to hurt me, and it was an accident, okay. <laughs> Wait a minute, can't you talk to animals? Why didn't you just ask, I was going ask it a to, but then oh. this big guy threw his axe at it. 
Oh, well, first man. you you know you fed it first, and then you turned to stone. So you could have talked to it beforehand. You know, from a distance. I just I just get, I get really excited, guys. You know, I get really excited. All right, I think we learned a lesson. Next time we talk to it before we approach it. But okay. but, but can you fix this? Uh, I do an arcana check to see something um as a magic dude you know that he that is petrified yeah yeah he, he whatever that was give me an intelligence check to see if you knew what you just fought all right also this might be a good chance to look in that little handy dandy mm, monster notebook yeah, that yeah, you picked yeah, up yeah. from the cottage see if it's in there uh so give me an intelligence check with advantage so how that book works now is that it doesn't have very powerful monsters in it like unknown you know greater demons or anything like that but um anything that seems weak or i guess crossing a road might be seen in there so go ahead and give me the intelligence check with advantage and then depending how good the role is I, I can give you more information about it to see how well the notes are documented uh i got a 16. so this is a common not common common but it is seen it's not uncommon to see uh it was a cockatrice they look like giant chickens. They're like half lizard. They all kind of look like that. That what you just saw. There was nothing unusual about it. They all look deathly. They all look sickly. They all look kind of lizardly. They don't have feathers. Uh, a lot of feathers anyway. And you know that if it pecks something or bites something, it starts to petrify whatever it hit, starting from the point it bit. You know that it can be reversed, but it would take magic or maybe some type of alchemy to unfuck the situation. Menace, I got I got good news and bad news. Yeah, yeah. It was a cockatree, so I, I'm glad we know what it is. But the bad news is I can't fix this. So uh, we're going to need to get to town. And, uh, oh, great. All right. Yep. That, that's on me, guys. I'm sorry. I just didn't get excited. I want to help animals, you know. <laughs> God, can you, you mind? Uh, it's a little embarrassing. <laughs> but uh, Drell, you mind uh, kind of carrying me here? Yeah, I, I guess I can do that. I appreciate it. I'll, I'll, you uh, throw him up over your shoulder. Uh, <laughs> his butt is in the air. Reginald is kind of on Drell's other shoulder now. He's like, well, I like riding on you, man. You're you're way cooler than that guy, but that's what you get for going up. To, he looks at Menace. He goes, that's what you get for like trying to be friends with weird things, man. You should just really walk up to weird <laughs> things that you don't know what they are. Try to be friends with yeah, them. I have the, uh, I have my notebook like on my stone hand as I'm writing. <laughs> like... Don't feed sickly animals. <laughs> and I draw a, a cockatrice <laughs> in my notebook and close it with my right hand. <laughs> so you guys start walking back. And you guys are maybe walking at a, maybe a little slower than you normally did. But I only do like a road check maybe once every five miles or so. So you're good for the rest of the way. It'll be nice. So you guys make it back to the town of Gilo. Uh, you guys made it about three and a half miles. It's about like four in the afternoon, let's say. Out, still sun still in the sky it's spring you know it's a nice spring day uh you guys make it back to the town of gilo and you notice as you're walking back from the northern side specifically when you guys originally rode in you saw that they were fixing a wall well the wall looks fixed now and it looks like there hasn't been any trouble since the night you came and you notice that when they were fixing a wall it seemed like a daily project so you don't see anybody working on the wall today and that's looks like good news to you so you guys are headed back to gilo what are you guys doing you guys are at the gate. Guard stops you. He goes, oh, you guys that made all that ruckus the other night. Go take care of the bugbears. Guard exclaims, how did that go? Uh, really good. 
Who said that? I was like looking over. He's <laughs> <laughs> trying to see who said that. Uh, uh, Drell, turn me around. My butt's like facing. <laughs> turn me around, Drell. <laughs> yeah, I like show the side of Minus where the, the head is hanging on the, yeah. the, the side of his belt. Is he, do you like hold me up like with one hand? <laughs> to the start? Yeah, well, like, no, no, no. I have you like slung over my shoulder, but like I turn around so your ass is facing him <laughs> with the head. Nice, nice. <laughs> All right, you, you tell him about like how you just killed the bugbear leader, so-called leader, uh, and you head. He's like, "Oh well, Frederick's gonna want to hear all about that. You want to keep him waiting?" He opens the gate. He lets you in. Can I can I look for someone to fix me real quick? Uh, you can look for like an alchemist shop or something like that. Absolutely. Okay, that's maybe a cleric in town. That's the first thing I do. Um, I give I give draw the head. I'm like, "All right, I'll meet you guys." Uh, up at the what is it where is it just like a little castle or manor so this what? town is not like a castle uh he definitely lives in he lives near the town hall but you probably want to head towards the town hall so i i give drill the head and i uh, i'm like all right uh you take this i'll meet you at the town hall i'm gonna go uh, get this figured out i start hobbling <laughs> away to find a clinic Oh, Minus here. Sorry for the interruption, everyone, but we have a quick announcement. For timing reasons, we had to take out the shopping portion of this episode. You aren't missing anything important to the story, but if you want to hear our frustrated DM, Tony, deal with Armos antics as he searches for spell components, head on over to our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash dnd404. The shopping episode is available there to Campfire tier supporters, which is the $5 tier where you get access to exclusive episodes, behind the scenes content, and who knows what else. Again, that's patreon.com slash dnd404. But let's get back into the episode. Basically, Minus gets cured, Armos and Drell do a little shopping, and the party regroups, heading towards the town hall. You start heading down to town square, you're trying to find out where like Mr. Frederick Juniper could be. Um, and you hear a couple of horns blaring <laughs> gates open. And, uh, as you guys, um, are walking down the town square, you see some, some knights and they look pretty well, pretty well dressed. They're wearing full white garb. They have capes on, they are riding in on horses. They have, uh, they do have a sigil. You see a couple of knights riding in about five of them, uh, in front. You see one that clearly doesn't have a helmet on while the others have like, you know, infantry helmets on. They're wearing like half plain armor, chain mail. They're riding it on horses. They have a sigil of a, a sh uh, the sigil is a shield with a sun uh, on the shield. Um, and somebody announces like the, the red guard have returned. The red guard have returned. Let's all rejoice. Um, and they kind of just like make their way to the town square and they try to you know go they're heading like towards the stable and everyone just kind of stops and takes a moment to like appreciate the fact that the red guard has visited come back uh but they are in town now and they weren't here when you when you guys came so it's kind of a big deal that they were here everyone stops everyone admires like yeah beckford yeah red guard Woo! people cheering they seem to really like these guys yeah so they have like a sigil on them uh a crest their crest is a shield. Uh, the crest that you see is a shield with a sun on the shield, and the building they're heading towards is has that same crest. It's a shield with um with a sun on it, and the building looks pretty nice. It has like columns in front of it, like maybe some marble columns. It looks like a nice guild house. And that's where Juniper is. No, that's not where it is. That's just like a, it looks like a guild house they they own. All right, I guess Drell just kind of makes a mental note of it as we're like yeah. going. 
Do we see any that maybe stand out? Like any of the people that maybe seem like they're the leader? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. What are they? I guess. Can we tell like what class they are? Like, are they? Um. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, who, the guy in front uh, is the only one that's not wearing a helmet. The, the other ones look kind of in uniform. These are clearly like a militaristic troop. They all kind of dress the same, even the leader, but the leader doesn't have a helmet on. He has, he's uh he is a human. He has like a military style crew cut, all white hair. Looks like he's in his forties. Looks about maybe six feet. He has a bunch of weapons strapped to him. Like he has like a sword. He has a shield on his back. He has like a crossbow slinged around him. He looks like the most decked out out of all of them. More, the most uh, battle hardened out of all of them. Like he has some cuts on his face, but he's very proud. Looks maybe looks a little, even a little stu- uh, stuck up. Has like really close shave. Um, like he m- maybe he just has like a five o'clock shadow. He hasn't shaved in a while. His hair is like uh, it's a crew cut. It's all white. He looks like he's seen his fair share of combat in his life. That's a human, but yeah, it's a human. Okay. Uh, I look at my notebook. I shuffle through. I'm like, uh, oh yeah, don't talk about the <laughs> Morning Star. Oh, right. Can we ask whoever's closest oh. to us? Good idea. Like what their deal is. Um. Yeah. There's a bunch of people in the town squares. You guys are walking over. You just want to ask somebody random. Yeah. Yeah. Pick somebody out. Like older person, younger person. If just we're literally, I guess anyone around. Like just we want to be able to just lean over and just ask them. Let's like older person. Definitely someone that seems like they've been around. Uh oh yeah them. Well, that's the red guard. There's a, they're they're part of the town. They're they're stationed here in Gilo. They kind of like surveil the area. They're like spread all over the place. You never heard of the Red Guard before? We haven't. What what's their wow. what's their deal? Oh, why you want to know who the Red Guard is? Or you want to know who they are? Well, aren't they? They're the not Red the Guard? same. They were formed when the Red Dawn was here many years ago. They kind of like. Like the Red Dawn was formed for, you know, since the Red Catastrophe. And then the Red Guard was kind of there to stop the Red Dawn cult. They just kind of stole their name and flipped it a little bit. Because there was the Red Dawn. They were evil, blah, blah, blah. They were a cult. They were worshiping an evil god. They kind of got a little big for their britches. And then people came together for the Red Guard to kind of like snuff them out. And now they just, you know, they're kind of just became like they're their own thing. They're like their own force, you know? They kind of protect us out of the good of their heart. Yeah, so this is their guild house for Gilo. Is this their main place that they're from? No, this is just one of the, like, chapters. Or- Imagine you got, like, yeah, chapters. Yeah, sure. Yeah, chapters. Like, you know, you're like, this guy who looks at Drell is like, you're a fighter, right? Like, you're a big, strong dude? Okay, so I bet there's, like, a bunch of different guilds that all have people like you in it. You know, you may not know all of them, but you got one over here, you got one over there. Well, we have one here. And I'm sure if you go to another town, another biggish town, you, they might have a Red Dawn charter over there. Do you uh, know where their main charter's from? Oh, I mean, I'm pro- probably the capital, Aramore. All right, well. Yeah, all right, all right. You guys have a good day. And nice horse. And he just walks away. <laughs> he looks at minutes. <laughs> uh, a bull. Uh, I'm actually a bull. So uh, just, he's just remember it. He's, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you guys can totally head to the mayor's house or, well, town hall. Yeah. So you guys will make a beeline there. You guys start walking in there. It's like, you know, looks like a typical town hall. There's a front desk. Uh, there's an old lady up there, uh, kind of like a secretary. You probably have to talk to her for anything you might need. I'll let one of them take take the lead on that. Alec, this is like where you're going to turn the head of this guy that just disrespected you 
just a day yeah. ago. Um, so I definitely just take the head off Menace's belt. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just walk up and I plop it down like on her desk, and I just say, uh, "We're here to talk to Juniper." She like looks up slowly. She puts on her glasses. She takes off her glasses, breathes into them, clears them. What's <laughs> mine? Ah, uh, what is what is this? So what I'll do is I'll tell Juniper because we're here to see him. Ah, uh, do you have an appointment? Yes, we do. You can ask Juniper. Ah, uh, what's your name? What's your name? She takes out a log book. She's like looking through. Like five o'clock. <laughs> I don't have you down. What's your name? Uh, it's we're here to talk to Juniper. I I understand that. What's your name? I gotta see if you have a meeting with him. He said we could come back whenever we returned to town. Okay. What is this regarding? Can I sneak behind and like try and look at the the log of people in meetings? Uh, give me a stealth check. Yeah. Does he get a bonus because he's only two feet tall? <laughs> I got, I've got bonuses. <laughs> that is a fucking 24. 24? Yeah, it, the book is, his schedule's wide open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what name, what names do I see? Just give me some names. There are no names, actually. There's he's got no nothing. Names. That's what he means. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> then, then with my, because I had a crazy roll, can I just write? Real quick, just write like Drell. Yeah, absolutely. She's <laughs> holding the book like in front of her. <laughs> I just write real quick, just go Drell. <laughs> and I, I I come back and oh, I go. What is, what is this referring to? May I can I give him something? Who I like? Who I don't even know where you are. And that's Drell. I say, hey, hey, just tell me your name. Just tell me your name. Say, hey, look right. Just look what I did. I'm so I. My name is Drell. Can you see if that's in the book, please? Looks down. Oh. Yeah, we got a drill in here. Oh, okay. Why didn't you just say that the first time? Why are you got to make me beat it out of you? You know, she gets up very slowly. I give him finger guns. I give drill finger guns. <laughs> yeah, drill winks at him. Gets up very slowly, walks over. She's a cane. Echoes could be heard as the town halls are quiet as she gets up and walking to a door, knocks on it. Yes. Yes, Gladys. How can I help you? We got a, a five o'clock here for, for Drell. Oh, I didn't realize I had an appointment today. Gets up, opens the door. Frederick is looking as his dap himself, dap herself. He has this nice red suit on, puffy tie. He looks at you. He's like, oh, oh, it's you three. How can I help you today? Well, we went ahead and killed the bugbear leader like you asked. And I just showed him the, show him the carcass head. Whoa. <laughs> well, look, Gladys goes, ah, that's kind of gross. It was like, come, come to my office, please. Put, put that away. Put that away. Come to my office. He turns around. I show, I show it to Gladys one more time before she turns around. Hit you with the cane. Just, I, <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. He's in the office. You go in there. He sits down. Now, the office looks quite grand. He has a nice wooden desk that's been carved. It's like he's got a ton of books. It's a nice big room, red carpet, very clean, very clean room. He has a nice big comfy chair, nice window that looks out over the town's river. Um, He's got some like nice uh, statues hanging about. It's a very nice office. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, he's like, please, please take a seat, bring a chair. Let's let's talk. What's what's going on? You asked us to 
go out and run down the the base of operations for the bugbears, and we killed all of them. All right. He takes the head. Um, are you guys sitting down in front of him? Uh, I'm probably standing. I sit down. I because just I I would assume I'm not gonna fit in one of these chairs. Yeah, I've dragged a chair over and I'm standing on it just to try and like stay eye level. Yeah, he's a big guy. He he he's, takes out the head, looks at it. He's like his massive uh, Leonin grip kind of palms the back of the head. He looks at him. Oh, I've never seen a bugbear like this before. What's going on with this guy? What happened? What was it down? What was in there? It was pretty fucked. Uh, there I, was I give a, I give uh, Drill a sharp look. Hundreds of yeah. I'll let Armos talk about it. Uh, so yeah, we had to hit him really hard in the head in order to to stop them from uh, yeah. So yep, that was about it. Nothing, nothing uh, to see in there. Well, there, um, Juniper. There was uh, one other thing uh, we should tell you, and I kind of nudge Armos. To to give him the the cloth from uh one of their their friends. What we picked up that cloth, right? Yes, you you picked off oh, the um, patch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah the, the patch. patch for what's the patch name? from Barry yeah. Weinstead. Yes, yeah, Jarmos for that. And then we we found this. There was a a big body, uh, multiple bodies, in a room, and through it we found this, and we thought we'd bring it back to you. He takes the patch in his giant lion hand. He looks at it. He goes, oh, this is for that uh, Barry fellow. Takes the head. He kind of nestles it back in the bag, puts it on his desk. He's looking at the this demonic bugbear head. He plays the bloody patch down on a, on a nice napkin so it doesn't dirty anything around him. He looks at them. He puts both his hands. He kind of folds them together in front, of his, in front of his mouth, and he thinks, and he lets out a nice little... In a growl fashion, because uh, he is a Leon, and he goes, hmm. "You know, normally, I would, I would say, if you just show me any bugbear head, I'd be like, well, let's wait a few days.' But I have never seen, I have never seen a bugbear look like that before. And you did find that is without a doubt Barry's family seal. It's a shame. It's a shame that you found him in there. I know he got hit by bugbears. It's just." Uh, I can only imagine what he looked like. I'm assuming you did not find him alive. That yeah, is no. a negative. No. Is there anything else down there that you found that I should know about? Oh, our friend Kemi. Yeah, he was really cool. Kemi? Oh, Kemi. You know Kemi, right? We found a prisoner. and uh, There was someone we alive in to... there. Interesting. Yeah. We don't know why, but there was, and we were able to help him out, get out. Where is he now? Why is he not with you? I think he said something about he had his own mission to take care of, and he went off on his own. Okay. Do you know where he was from? Nope. Oh okay. my gosh! And uh, there were there were these crystal things too. Crystal things? Yeah. Yeah. There I, these- I, I, I I sternly say I say sternly say crystal things as I I, I look at him behind the back, yeah. and glaring I, uh, at him. I, I, <laughs> And I go, I go, yeah, hey, oh my gosh. Do you want to go and research your notes again? I think you need to check your check your book again, maybe. What check I do is I, I say, yeah, oh my God, there were these shards uh, that we did not pick up and left in the cave. Ah, uh, okay. Why would you bring them back? They seem like valuable. I mean, somebody no. might have lost those it, shards. It was no? probably just rocks, I think. You know, he's new. He's new to the world. He doesn't really know what he's talking about. 
You're going to give me a persuasion check, uh, Armos and Drell. <laughs> Christ. I fucking hate minutes, dude. I got this. I got this so much. Persuasion? Yes. Shit. <laughs> got this uh, so much. Hang on. I got a six. Ten. <laughs> he looks up at you. He's like, his eyes squint a little bit. He's looking at the three of you, thinking to himself. There's a little bit of an awkward silence. He goes... <sighs> A little bit of a glare going on. He looks at Menace. He looks at Drell. He looks at Armos. I give him finger guns. Hmm. Immediately goes upbeat, slaps the top of his desk, goes, must have been something like a gem that somebody left behind or maybe just a treasure that is meant to be found another day. What can we say? Those bugbears took a lot of stuff. I'm sure you found something worth value and worth your time. I appreciate that. But I bet you boys want a reward, huh? Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. Listen, honestly, I would wait a couple of days. Listen, I'm a man of my word. I'm a man of the law. You guys took care of a problem. You are a great service to this town. And I appreciate that. From from myself and all every of from myself and all the citizens of Gilo, we thank you. We appreciate the hard work you put in. And I will reward you justly. He turns around. Takes out a coupon book, starts writing. He rips about. He rips a couple of coupons out. Starts scribbling, and he he has like a tiny quill in his hand. He inks it. He licks it, licks it, inks it. Starts writing. Beautiful, beautiful handwriting. You you've never seen it. It's like, ooh, it's a like Yamanuchi on ice over there. That's how well this this pen is sliding. Um, he gives you a little coupon book. He goes, obviously, I don't have these things in my office here, but you can, on my word of. Frederick Juniper and the town of Gilo, you can redeem these for your rewards throughout the town. He hands you a book and you flip through it. There's one voucher and at the top one it says 150 gold pieces from the town's treasury. See Gladys. God damn. Number two is like, see the town medic for five health potions. See the town Fletcher for up to 50 gold pieces worth of goods. Go to a tavern of your choice and have unlimited drinks for the night. And the fifth one is go to the blacksmith for up to 200 gold pieces of value. Well, at least there wasn't uh, a coupon for a glass of water. Water still free. <laughs> it was never an issue. <laughs> Are these vouchers per person or like say if I it's don't for use... the group. It's for the group. Uh... All right. Since we're here. <laughs> All right. Let's thank him first. Right. Like he puts out his giant, massive Leon in hand. Like once again. From the town, I will let it. Uh, from the town and from myself, we thank you for your service. You did a great service for us, and I will let the town know of your deeds. Uh, Armos, Drell, points at Minus, 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 <laughs> Minus. Uh, How could I forget? From one bestest friend to another, I appreciate it indubitably. <laughs> so, in this in this little moment, mm-hmm. I I go to shake his hand, but I have Reginald kind of perched up in my other hand. And I'm doing it to see if he can n- notices Reginald or if it's just our group in this period of time. You know what I'm saying? He does like, not notice Reginald. Whoa. All right. Well, I shake his hand and then we leave. All right. Should we, uh, while we're here, we might as well get that gold, right? Uh, yeah. You guys can talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> I go over to GLaDOS. Clop, 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 clop. <laughs> like, hey, GLaDOS, finger oh, guns. It's the cute heart. How can I help you? <laughs> All right. I have one coupon here. Uh, I waved. I give like a little hand to Armos for the coupon. Uh, we have a coupon for 150 gold. 
150 gold. Okay. Let me see. Let me see the coupon. I hand it over to her. Yeah. She rips out the coupon book. 150 gold from the town treasury. Oh, okay. Turns around. Opens a drawer. Takes out a giant bag. Puts it on the desk. Okay, let me just count out the gold pieces for you. One. Oh my God. Two. Uh, no. uh, All right, Menace, uh, you yeah. stay here. Bye. Yeah. Me and Drell will be, we'll yeah, be back. We're gonna, we're we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, I gotta help with some stuff. This is definitely, you got this, buddy. Uh, no, but we should do this to get the gold first. All right, it's, see you later, later Menace. See ya. <laughs> She's saying random names as you guys are talking about names instead of counting. Our oh, fiddlesticks. Wipes, puts it all back in the bag. Uh, One. Oh, God. <laughs> two. All right, so they go three, off. Three. Four. They go five, off. They, yeah, they go off, and we I wait you know, as she counts. Six, Eventually, you know. <laughs> seven, we get it. We get the stick. <laughs> you get what? What no. do you get? <laughs> Out of character. Five. <laughs> oh, fatal sticks. Wipes it all back into the bag. Uh, one, two, three. Yeah, I'm gonna be forever. <laughs> what? We gonna be where forever? Uh, just do, I mean, do your thing, Gladys. Do your thing. And I so, wait. Oh, what was I at? Oh, oh and I wait. Fiddle sticks. Wipes it into the bag. One, <laughs> two. Moving on. <laughs> three. Where are we moving to? No. Where are we just moving? Off. Just offer to count it for Can it. I hit the DM real quick? Can I? She slaps your hand and goes, you're not allowed to touch it. You're not authorized. Oh, fatal sticks. Swipes the gold bag to the bank. One, two. I, I walk back in. I'm like, hey, by the way. Three. Did, did, do you have a cup of water? Hey, water. No? Oh, it can go I'm going down to the, the water over there. Can I quickly, uh, can I count them all for her, like, real quick? Okay, so I see Can I do a stealth check? Wait, can I do a stealth check to count them real quick for her? <laughs> yeah, And yeah, be yeah. like, 150 no, 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 no. gold, Yo, good job counting. Gold. It Yo. takes you exactly 30 minutes as you sit there and wait as she counts every last piece. Thank you. Puts it in a nice bag for you, has a nice dollar sign on it, and it, she shoves it to you. Don't spend it all on place, my boy. All right, and I run. <laughs> Just run out of there to catch up with those guys. <laughs> You keep that in the edit. Oh, I swear to God. Oh, no, I will turn this oh, no I'm, I'm, I'm around. editing it out. There's no fucking way. I'm, I'm going to turn this podcast around. You made around. me live through that. I'm editing it out. There's no way I'm keeping it in. <laughs> All right. You guys leave um, with the gold. By the way, I kept I kept an extra 10 for myself for making me go through that piece of the shit. Ooh. <laughs> Drell, Drell will count it. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I let you know when I catch up with you. I'm like, I, I catch up with those guys. I'm like. All right, here's your cut. I kept 10 for uh, the waiting fee. <laughs> what are you guys doing? It's starting to get a little dark out now. Yeah, I want to go to the uh, the blacksmith again, and I want to see what kind of great axes he has. Great axes? All right, you're at the uh, blacksmith. So he doesn't sell anything too crazy. You probably sell something of like equal value or anything like that. He might be able to like... Maybe sharpen something for you. What do you want? He goes, oh, welcome back, bud. We're just closing up for the night. What, what can I help you with? You kind of had me walk up after you told me he didn't have any of that stuff. <laughs> we could hold on to it. Like, we don't have to yeah, spend, I guess, a lot of the stuff. We can just hold on to the coupons. I want to look for an expiration date on the coupons. Uh, You don't see an expiration date. Perfect. Okay. 
so i mean he's not gonna sell anything crazy like if you're looking for something magical you're, you're he's probably gonna sell like the same type of great axes you have he might be able to like work over your great axe and try to sharpen it up maybe give it like a bonus here and there i was gonna ask if he could sharpen my axes so he like, takes a look at your equipment he looks at your great axes goes <sighs> he opens like a little box he's like a whetstone there he's like let me tell you let me tell you what you want to be just sharpen all your stuff yeah i can get i can get this real nice i can put a little spit shine on it he's a pretty good blacksmith he's a pretty good blacksmith uh tell you what i can make it you leave these guys here i'll have it ready first thing for you in the morning no that's okay um how about we just come back first thing in the morning and yeah uh, i guess you could do that i mean i need some time to work on it i mean you want me, how many blades you want me to sharpen um, I just hand over my two hand axes. Oh, fuck. I mean, I could, dude, I could give him all of my axes, but then I'm only stuck with the, my dagger that does 1d4 damage, if anything. Oh, fuck. Okay. No, no, no. We're good. I'll hand him all my axes. I'll hand him all my axes. So I'll give him, I'll give him the great axe, the four iron hand axes, and the two steel, just because I want to try to increase the damage on the throwing axes as well. He's like doing some quick math. He goes, all right, so you want me to sharpen? Oh, we got six axes here, two steel. He goes, uh, I got some really neat whetstones here. I can add like a nice shine onto them. It might help you, but you know, these things will dull out. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, you got about maybe another 70 gold worth of stuff if you want to cash out. Does he have uh, similar sling bullets like with the one hit damage or is it just regular sling bullets? So the ones you have are actually magic oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah i might be able to imbue some extra shots for you but it's gonna cost you a little more than 70. if you you probably have like normal ones probably around like 60 to 100. i have 193. 193 so he's like i can take about another 30 of those for 100 gold and give and put a little spit shine on them for you unless you guys want anything more from this can i just do enough yeah i was gonna to say can can equal. we just make it like give them an extra amount that just equals the flat 200. yeah what like 15. Uh, <laughs> Tell you what, uh, give me the shots. I'll do. I'll do for the even two hundred. Hey, we'll call a deal. <laughs> Finger guns. Finger guns. You back her and nice, nice. Okay, all right. Come back tomorrow morning. <laughs> I'm adding him to my friends list, of course. What's your name? I have a uh, Jerry. Jerry, you're on my friends Jerry. list. Appreciate you. Cool. I'll add you on my client list. <laughs> Rolls his eyes, kind of like writes it down in his book, and all right, got your order. Come back tomorrow morning. I'll get it done for you. All right, great. He takes the coupon, signs his name on it, puts in a little envelope, and he uh, kind of goes back into his shop, goes about his business, uh, takes your stuff, puts it back there. Can we just say we pick up the potions, you know? Yep, you pick, pick up the potions. You that, skip the, pick up the potions. You got, uh, you can go to the Fletcher if you like. If yeah, you, I would just like to go to the Fletcher before we go get smashed at the bar. So at the Fletcher, you can buy like arrows. You can buy anything along those lines, crossbow bolts, a new bow slings they have slings there but you already have a sling and things like that all common stuff nothing uh all basic stuff mm -hmm. all right so yeah we go to the fletcher um i kind of peruse but nothing's better than what i have um so i just we tuck away the coupon for another day all right well what time are you, are you guys going back to the running goblin what do you say guys you want to celebrate our uh recent victory yeah i could go for something to drink yeah so you guys head back to the running goblin and people are in there drinking. Uh, seems like a pretty good night. People, there's a good amount of people. It's not packed, but there's enough people in there. You notice that some of the members of the Red Guard are in there drinking as well. They got their own table. Uh, they're kind of like yelling at each other, you know, telling some good stories and stuff like that. Duncan is at the bar. The Red Guard kind of have like their own private corner 
What are you guys doing? I don't know if this is going to work, but can I burst in there with a ticket in hand and be like, all right, everybody, listen up. Drinks on us tonight. Mm, no. <laughs> to like share it. Mm. <laughs> is that what you should all do? Right. It? <laughs> Wait, we get unlimited. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. And I slam down the ticket on the table. <laughs> I'm like, mayor's orders. <laughs> you slap the ticket on the bar. Duncan looks at you. You go, oh. Oh, looks like you did something worthwhile. How'd you get one of these, laddie? Uh, we took care of them. I say it really loud so the red guard can hear. I'm like, oh, we took care of those bugbears. So don't worry, everybody. We got it. So the red guard can hear you. The red guard take notice. They look at you. Perfect. That's all I wanted. All right. He goes, oh, did you find anything interesting over there? Tell me a story. He pours you a couple of drinks. Gets three giant mugs of ale, puts them in front of you. Tell me a story. What happened in there? Um, I go on with a story. I leave out like uh, the red shard stuff because uh, I've I know better now in my journal. Oh, I kind of go through all. <laughs> I I uh, go through like a general version of that story. Um, you tell him about Barry. I tell him about Barry. I interrupt. Oh yeah, he interrupts thing. me to like. Uh, and that man, that was when we a huge, huge zombie thing came in, and Armos right comes in and like interrupts me. So when we were fighting this thing, sorry, my friends, he gets a little, he gets a little overzealous sometimes. We ended up finding part of Barry's uh, clothing. We gave it to the uh, Juniper. Oh, Frederick, yeah, of course. You got one of his famous vouchers. Gotta love these vouchers and make a lot of money off these vouchers. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, so we already started your tab. We got three, hey, we got three L's on there. Thank you, guys. We'll keep them coming. You found Barry, huh? Yeah. Uh, I guess not alive. Yeah. Yeah, I start to get to sad and we nod. Kind of wishing he just maybe would turn up one day. He was a good, he was a good friend. He was a good friend. It's, uh, it's nice to get, nice to get some closure, though. Thank you for doing that. I know Frederick probably gave you the whole spiel, like how the whole town's grateful and all that jazz. And I bet he gave you a coupon book, like he was him and his famous coupon. Thank you. Barry was a good friend of mine and uh, I appreciate you. So thank you. I hold up my beer and toast him and the group to Barry. Slaps the bar, holds up, pours one himself. To Barry. To, to Barry. Barry. Takes a big drink. Takes a big drink. And he goes. I chug another. Uh, he burps a little bit. <sighs> Lattis, so you staying here tonight? That was the plan. Yeah, I think that's the idea. Your rooms are on me tonight. Really? Well, I mean, they would have been on Judy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's got free drinks. Free drinks. Free drinks, not free rooms, all right? We got oh, wait, the best was rooms it? in town. Uh, yeah. It was just unlimited drinks. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was wow. unlimited, like... This, you, this dude kills one bugbear, and all of a sudden, he thinks he owns the fucking town. Well, I mean, it was a giant bugbear. But... Yeah, I look at him, I'm like, hey, uh, Duncan. Is, wait, is this Duncan? This is, this is Duncan, yes. Yeah, yeah I, look, I look at Duncan, I'm like, hey, uh, Duncan, I really appreciate that. Uh, it goes a long way. I'll, I'll remember that. I will, and I you, young lad. I you, young horseman. Give him, like, a... Uh, Really sad finger gun. Yeah, he gives you an apathetic uh, finger guns back. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of emotion in that moment. A tear. A tear goes down. He's like, you guys get three rooms tonight. Before you say goodnight, make sure you come come, uh, come hell at you, man. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I totally forgot. Uh, our, uh, Jack sent us. The Jack? Yeah. Oh. He sends his regards. Oh, Jack. The, the, oh, Jack. Uh, yeah, he likes to wander. Uh, thanks. Fucking asshole. <laughs> Turns around and starts cleaning glasses. Wait, so he doesn't care about Jack at all? He's just an asshole. Oh, he just makes a little remark. 
He probably fucking hates Jack, dude. Jack sucked. <laughs> well, Jack's probably Jack dead. Well, we don't know. Good. Wait, wait, can I can I lift my glass again and be like, ha, to Jack sucking. <laughs> to Jack sucking. He takes a swig. Yeah, take a little swig. Hey, uh, Duncan, a uh, quick question. Did you happen to know Jack's last name? Jack? Yeah. Oh, oh God, what was his name? Jack? His name was like Jack Carriage or something like that. It's like you didn't know it. <laughs> God damn it. I hate that guy. <laughs> Um, as they've been talking, I've been like, I've started going up to people in the, in the bar going, Hey, who wants to play some dragon chess? Uh, you get a couple people just like, ah, they're just drinking to kind of booing you off. Uh, you don't really get any bites. How about you? I, I point to the red guard. I'm like, Hey, you look like some dragon chess fellas and ladies. Are there any ladies here? There might be some dragon ladies. There are some, some of those, uh, guards are indeed ladies. Yeah. Um, ladies, so a lot of them have their guys. helmets off now. You see some humans and you see some half elves. Perfect. I'm like, how about a round of, uh, how about we play some dragon chess? Make merry. I'm, uh, I'm trying to get to know people around here. The leader kind of looks at you. He raises his brow, takes a sip, looks back down at you. He's like, <clears throat> dragon chess, comrade. Interesting. Sure, I'll play a game. Why not? Everyone make some room for little horse. Ooh, oh, I love it. All right. And I scooch up. I like, yeah, get myself up there. One of the half elves like tuck you in uh, with the seat. <sighs> oh, thank Some you. Dragon chess. You're gonna have to teach me how to play this one. Oh my gosh, I play this with my mother all the time. I play this with a bunch of my friends uh, all the time. Interesting. All right, how I do we play? play? So I start teaching them like the basic moves, and we go through like a practice game uh, before we get into the real thing. Sounds good. Oh, pretty. Pretty simple there, little horse. What is your name? He starts playing with you. You guys are just like switch swapping moves. Uh, Minus, by the way. Uh, the pleasure to meet you. Minus. Adelram Beckfoot is my name. Oh, that's a cool name. Uh, hey, by the way, uh, if you want any like, you know, free drinks, they're on us tonight. Just go say my name. You know, Duncan's oh. got you. Okay. Interesting, comrade. I appreciate that. Well, you know, the Red Guard drink, you know, on behalf of the mayor anyway, but I do appreciate that, comrade. Listen, oh. um, what did you do to earn that little coupon that he gives out? He's making some moves. He's making some pretty good moves for our first timer. Oh, I didn't see the left fork coming. <laughs> My mom knows that move. She taught me that one. And I look at him. I'm like, oh, yeah. So we uh, we took uh, care of those bugbears. Oh, interesting. Uh, that we were having problems with uh, the other night. I, I think I'm not sure if I, you were fighting with us. Uh, it was kind of crazy, but uh, he sent us on a little uh, adventure there, and uh, we did end up taking care of those those bugbears out in the caves. Uh, well, we were out of town for a few days, but uh, you know we were doing some some of uh, our greater missions work as we were doing here. But it was nice to see that you took care of those bugbears. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to do anything I can to help. Uh, by the way, my friends are here, and I wave over like Armos and Drell. Oh, we got some mighty heroes, don't we? Comrades, brothers, sisters. Hey, Armos. Raise a glass. Drell. Raise a glass to our new brothers don't be and sisters. Shy. Come be my new friend. Great, great heroes. Hey. Taps on the uh, taps on the table. Uh, roll me 3d6. Oh, uh, one, three, and two ones. He does a power move. He rolled two fives and a six, and he takes the win. I, I'm just like super impressed. I'm like, oh, oh man, for your first time, <laughs> that's a pretty good move. I would, uh, I would think you're an expert at this. What a comrade! I'm. 
quick to pick things up uh, is a part of the job. So, did you see anything? He sets resets up for another round. Yep. See anything worth interest in there? Oh man, uh, my my good friend Kemi, who we saved, was in there, and I go on this. I start talking like way uh, too long about Kemi, Kemi. Kemi, comrade. Who's Kemi? Oh, so you tell him about Kemi Joe, like Kemi Joe, and everything I tell him is only about Kemi Joe because I'm just really excited that I met this new uh, friend. Ah, from the Sijic, from the Sijic Guild. Oh, interesting, interesting. A lot of good people up there. You see one of the one of the half elves kind of roll their eyes a little bit when you mentioned the Sijic College. Okay. Yeah, see, I mean, it seems like a pretty cool place. I do a uh, uh, right hook sinker. <laughs> what? <laughs> In my mind, this is what the moves are called. Oh, okay. I'm like, so you're I'll like naming a... moves. You guys are going exactly. back and yeah, forth. Yeah. Seems pretty even. <laughs> He's just like playing around. Uh, give me a perception check. At 20. Oh, he he's like making bad moves on purpose at certain key points. Okay. Like, he, like he's purposely making mistakes to keep the conversation going. Yeah. I, I look at I look at him. I stop for a second. I go, hey, uh, listen, Edelram, uh, this ain't please, my first. Please call me Bigfoot. Call really? me Bigfoot. Absolutely. I quickly take out my uh, my journal and go, last name basis. <laughs> and I go, uh, I go, hey, listen, this uh, this ain't my first Dragon Chess game. Uh, clearly, you've gone through this before. Uh, it's. You can't get that past me. I've done this a lot. You, you clearly, clearly, you're not a beginner. Come on. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm just trying to have fun. You know, when you play serious, you tend to not have a good time, and then feelings get hurt. I'm just trying to have a good time. <laughs> I take my dragon chest very seriously. So, no, give me what you got. Give me what. You, all right, all right. Everyone else, give me your perception check as we play this game. Let me know what you get. Uh, he rolls two fives and a six and a six. Yeah, I got a. He six takes that. He takes, takes the first round. What'd you get almost? You got a 14. What'd you get? I got like a 19 or 20. Hang on. 18. Sorry. 18. Uh, these, these, everyone except Beckford is sizing you up. They are giving you looks. Uh, all the red guard. Menace, all the red guard. Yep. Everyone give me a constitution check as you guys have been drinking a few beers. Oh yeah. I'm past my constitution whoa, 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 now. Whoa, whoa. We've had one. No, I've had two. Hey, <laughs> some time has passed. Give me a constitution check. Oh, that's not bad. That's a 14. I got 12. You're good. Well, with my plus one, it would be three. Uh, you're feeling a bit tipsy. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. You're now a bit tipsy. <laughs> uh, but tipsy means is that you get disadvantage on your ability check. So like perception oh. and things like that. It's all it means. Some time passes. Reginald's like, ah, <laughs> oh man, I love this stuff. This stuff is great. He's like head first into your own cup. Like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> His feet are like, uh, you know, swinging in the air as he's drinking head first. Since I hit that perception, I kind of nudge drill and just kind of give him the eyes to like look around in hopes that he notices what's what's going on all of a sudden yeah drill looks at him and he like slightly like shakes his head so some time passes you're playing with them beckford uh whoa menace was it hey remember my name like a good friend <laughs> well you're more than a friend you're a comrade i write down uh ada ran beckford in the bestest friend column. I switch him over from the best friend column into the bestest friend column. Drell looks over, menaces his shoulder to see what column he's in. You're in the bestest friend. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need to roll for that. Just to, just to make sure. He just wanted to like... <laughs> I, I literally have this written down in my Excel sheet. <laughs> All right. So 
you really haven't said anything. He goes, well, uh, so all the bugbears are gone, right? I mean, yeah, it seems like it. We, uh, we took down the big baddie uh, in that cave, you know? Big baddie? Uh, what do he look like? Oh, man. It, he was pretty, uh, pretty crazy. Big, huge. Uh, bigger than uh, a normal bugbear, to be honest. Kind of, kind of bigger than I, I would I, expect. I instantly pick up uh, <laughs> Menace. I'm like, it, it's my, my friend here. We're, we're, we had a long day. It's time for us to. Oh, to I'm not, head I'm not done with my game though. We got one more game and we're halfway oh, through you, it. Here. And then I, I, I basically do the move for him and I'm like, yeah, that should, that should be it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that, no, that's the worst move you can make in this situation. <laughs> I get all sad. Uh, Ram and his men stand up and goes, well, uh, it was nice to meet you folks. And you know, a friend of the mayor is a friend of us. Comrades, heroes, even. Thank you again. We appreciate your service to the town. You know, we can't handle everything here, so... It was a great help to me and my fellow guildmates and my comrades. Gentlemen, comrades, and everyone gets up. I hope you have a good night, gentlemen. And I say, I won't forget you, mate. And I give him finger guns. Ha, ah, and I you, and he gives you a strong comradic finger guns. I like, I like turn around and like almost cry. <laughs> <laughs> the Red Guard get up and they pick up their things. They're taking a takeaway, the bar, and they leave the tavern. Duncan goes, hi, laddies. Mind if you join me over here for a second? Uh, yeah, I guess Drell walks over to him. Yeah, yeah I just want to give you your room keys. Slaps a key down, but doesn't put his hand up. He goes, I, gentlemen, that man is not to be trusted. Oh, my boy, Adelram, he's pretty cool, I thought. Shh. He puts his finger up against your lips and kind of does like the bum bum, like. Oh, <laughs> my boy, Adelram, I thought he was good. Listen, Ooh. laddies, listen, laddies. He is not to be trusted. Okay? Do me a favor. Okay, boys? Go to your rooms, take a bath. You guys kind of smell a little bit. Go to your rooms, take a bath. Meet me down here in two hours, okay? When I close up, it's getting kind of late. People are going to go. Come down here in about two hours or so. I want to talk to you guys about something. Can you do that for me? Yeah, of course. Slaps at the top of the bar, shows you your keys. I'll see you in two hours, laddie. Gets up, goes to the back room, finishes cleaning up. You guys head up to your rooms, and you all have your own room. I was going to say, you got to think, too. We probably smelled like fucking death, dude, <laughs> after everything we've been yeah. around. You guys head up to your rooms. You guys wash up a bit, and some time passes. Uh, unless you guys are doing anything worth noting, um, you guys could probably just skip ahead two hours and go meet Duncan for what he wants to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, like I lick I lick myself clean. Uh, wash right. off, like, the blood and stuff, but then, like, lick anything else that I need to clean. Yeah, you lick your penis. You give it a few good licks. One extra <laughs> one because it's been a minute. Uh, almost, Jarell, anything you guys want to do? Get clean. All right, get you clean. get clean in the most weird way possible, because the way you said it, all right. <laughs> Deep clean. Uh, so, Jarell, what are you doing up there? You're just getting clean? I guess, is there, like, a laundry service? Because <laughs> you probably want all, like, his clothes. Uh, you could, in a tavern, you could leave your clothes out, and somebody might come pick them up and uh, come wash them for you, yeah? Well, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I get... <laughs> 
Charles uh, <laughs> yeah. got trust issues. Okay. I, well, dude, he doesn't want to, you know, shower, and then all of a sudden he doesn't have fucking clothes to wear downstairs to meet Duncan. It's hard to come by. Goliath. You can clean what you can clean your stuff in your room. Yeah. All right. Cool. Then he'll probably like first do that, and then he'll take a shower. All right. You get yourself cleaned up. You guys clean yourself up. Minus looks his penis a couple times, and you guys head downstairs. Uh, almost cleans the uh, callus on his feet, and mm-hmm. you guys come down. Uh, Reginald licked himself, so he's good to go. The tavern has been cleared out. It's pretty late in the evening. You guys aren't as tired because you slept pretty late, but you're probably around that point. Duncan comes out from the bar, and he goes, Lads, you mind joining me in the back room for a second? And he walks behind the bar, and there's a room back there, probably like his office or something. Do you guys follow? Of course. Mm, Yeah. All right. So you go back there, and there's like a lot of like stuff there, like boxes, and there's like uh, barrels of ale and things like that. He pours from a from like a big pitcher, a couple drinks for you guys. He goes, guys, laddies, sit, 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 please. We got, I got something I want to ask you. <sighs> that man you were talking to before, he, he's not to be trusted. That's people may like him around here, and he puts on a good front, but he's a little more than what the what you can see by the naked eye. Okay, he won't do anything while you're here. He'll do. He may do something when you leave. Just a big hunch. There's a bunch of us in town that don't really trust him. But we got no proof to prove it. It's just a lot of his stories don't line up, lads. You guys look like straight shooters. And I would honestly mind my business if you didn't find, you know, what remains of Barry. I uh, I scratch off his name and put it back in just the regular best friends list and write a little note not to be trusted. I got a question for you guys. Um, I can't do it because it'll raise suspicion. I got a uh, some cargo, but it needs to be moved discreetly. And I was wondering if you lads could do that. You guys look capable. Oh, I'm pretty sneaky. Let me tell you. I bet you are, little horse man. I bet you are. I'm bull. <laughs> I'm bull. I'm bull. <laughs> what is the, uh, what's the cargo? I know you guys have seen it. The thing is, I know he sees it too. How many are in your party? The three of us. Three of us. I count four. Oh. And he looks at Reginald. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> the man you were sitting at with the table, he also noticed four. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. I lean over to Reginald. I'm like, uh, Reginald, uh, he sees you, buddy. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. I've got you guys are in for a trip. I feel it. I feel it now. I feel down in my plums. I feel it deep down in my plums. How, how do you... What do you mean? You, you see Reginald? Well, there's quite the name you named him. But yes, I see him. And I know he talks because I've been listening to his nonsensical bullshit since Armos came in here a few days ago. Okay? I know all about it. I just uh, you just don't see many bunnies like it. Okay? Uh, a lot of people haven't noticed him. I've noticed him. I tend to keep my mouth shut towards these things. Okay? I wasn't always a barkeep. Listen, there's a shipment I need you to get to the town of Dillamore, to the west of here. It's pretty far, but I know if I leave, Adelram and his troop of goons are going to be following me. If I stay, he won't think anything of it, and maybe you guys can get this under the radar. Takes out a bag, and the bag looks a little weird. It has like some inscriptions around the edges of it. It's pretty small. It's like a like a hand pouch. Like you could fit it into your into your palm, and it's like a maybe like you like a wallet maybe, like for a bunch of gold coins. Puts it on the table. Almost you don't sense anything from it. Reginald doesn't sense anything from it. And it, you guys are not magic, so you don't sense anything from it. And he opens the bag 
and now Armos and Reginald send some evil from it. He points it towards you. He goes, I, I'm assuming you've seen these before, and it is a bag full of red shards. Oh, fuck. The, the blood shards that you guys have. He quickly seals it up, and you guys don't feel that evil anymore. This bag, lads, this bag hides its contents, which is why you didn't see Beckford asshole out there flipping tables. The reason why I don't trust that man, well, there's many reasons why I don't trust that man. Half the time he doesn't pay his tab, uh, but I can't deny service to him under under uh, the mayor, which is famous coupons, okay? Uh, still owes me quite a bit of money from him and his goons. Is that where I found these shards from is where he just was. I was just there first, the Burnsley Farmstead. That's where he was. I went there and I'm quite familiar with the Burnsleys. Very nice people, very big farm. They feed a lot of us over here. They said that they were all dead by the time they arrived and they said they've been dead for a few weeks now. I saw them a week ago, alive and well. As a matter of fact, you're looking at the reason why I was there. He points to the bag. They were looking for this. Under the Queen's orders. I think there's something more going on. And I think they're just using the Queen's orders as an excuse to get this legally. But they didn't get what they needed out of that farm. Which is why they're probably dead. Because they didn't give up any information. Especially about me. Because if they gave up any information about me, this place would be torn to shit. Problem is, if I leave the day after they come, they will have their guards sent to me. And I don't have anybody to travel with at the moment, lads. How do you know about the blood shards? Lad, look at me. You look at him. He's an old dwarf. He's an older dwarf. He lifts up his eye patch and he's missing an eye. And he goes, I've been around these parts quite a bit. Okay. I've seen my fair share of adventures. Lowers his eye patch. I know what they're capable of. Okay. And I know that you guys have some. And something tells me that Adelram and his goons also know that you might have some. They might be keeping tabs on you right now, but if you leave, you know, not for nothing, if you take a certain route, they may not follow you, or they may think you're going a different way. You have to outsmart them here. He takes out a map, and it's the map of Saltrillis. You see the town of Gilo, you see like forest areas, you see where the town of Burnsley is. He goes, the Burnsley farmstead is about a, a day's travel from here uh, on horse and carriage. That's where they were, which is why they were away for a few days. They were probably looking for these shards after they killed everybody. We need, I need to get these to the town of Dilmore, okay? Dilmore, if you just head westward, you're gonna be passing tolls. Tolls that the Red Guards patrol, okay? Which is why we can't have you go there. If you went straight west, it'll take you about maybe four days to head to the town of Dilmore, which is on path to the city of Aramore. I have some friends there, some halfling friends that will sneak these into the city of Aramore and then get these to the Sigic Guild where they belong. They have a path from the Queen, they have a path from Aramore City to the Sigic Guild to get these to the Lord Baron. Can't take them straight up north because the divider will detect these. If you take this to Dillamore, you'll be able to meet up with my friends. They'll be able to get them where they need to go. But I don't want to bother you with this if you don't want to do it. I know you're a friend, Duncan, but uh, it's a pretty, pretty difficult task. A big ask from you. It is, lads. What do we get for doing this? I myself will give you 300 gold pieces for the lottery. And I'll give you a horse and carriage to take on the way there. So you have some transportation. So you guys don't have to walk the whole way. I look at the others and I just say, All right, guys, what do you, what do you say? I mean, 
I've got some things to do, but I am going to need gold to do it. Armos. I have so many questions. <laughs> what are these shards? Why are they so valuable? All right, laddie. People you're gonna... are dying for them. Do you know what this is for? Like, I mean, I can feel that there's evil coming out of these things. Why are we all collecting them? I know I have my own reasons, but what are the reasons? That I lied. Okay, so you guys clearly aren't from around here. But back when, when a crystal came, they he left all this red ore everywhere. He would use this red ore as catalyst for his army, and it would open up these rifts. And then when the rifts closed, these red ore were in place. Um, well, he hasn't been seen since, and we've now had this mysterious red ore in our lands for quite some time. So we started, people started harvesting it then. A few years later, they started seeing what they could do with it. It was just red ore. It's actually pretty fragile in its raw state. Um, it would crumble. It would turn to dust. But uh, unless it was intact in the ground it was from, it was pretty, pretty fragile. But somebody had to go and forge it down and turn it to the shards. Shards that you see here. And then people use them for stuff. They have value. The Sigic Guild has been trying to find out what they could do with it. Uh, they've been experimenting on it. I believe in their hands is the best course because since a crystal left, it, it left this world in a pretty bad shape. I'm sure you lads know that. Very bad shape, especially Saltrilis. We're afraid that, well, many people are afraid that he may come back one day. A crystal, the, the, the evil guy. If this is a product of his visit, then this has to be the product of getting back to it, or at least hardest thing to understand what we what we're up against here. We don't fully know. So the Sigic Guild has devoted, uh, well, Lord Baron has created the Sigic Guild and devoted his life work to to study it. People, you ask now, like nobody's very few people have been around two hundred years ago. Lord Baron is one of them. Don't know how he lived this long, but he's one of them. And then some elves, but you're not going to find them in Saltrillis here. They moved far away. The Red Guard, within the last two years or so, um, Queen Aramor herself has put out a decree to collect all red shards from anyone unauthorized. Because people have been putting these in weapons. And, well, these weapons are pretty strong, lads. They're very strong. In the last year or so, these weapon people who use these weapons have been... Well, turning pretty weird, uh, really weird side effects. Anyone who uses these weapons tend to get pretty angry pretty quick. Trill kind of starts whistling. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. So question, then how come a few days ago, if you knew all of this, then how come a few days ago when Minus saw a portal and the kid got snatched and pulled into the portal, you told Minus he was crazy and had no idea what he was talking about. You never thought that this could be connected and you never thought to spread rumors or things potentially haunting things from our past in a room full of worried dwarves and humans a tavern full of worried and scared people about a missing child being ripped from the fabric of reality through these fabled portals which was a good idea to tell a mother who just lost her husband and now her son i think they have the right i think they have the right to know I don't think you have the right to lie to them and deny what really happened. In the middle of a tavern full of worried people, you understand? You do realize the chaos that would bring that? It's about the truth. If you want to go to her and tell her exactly what happened, you be my guest. But I am not going to be the one, lad. Where does she live? You really want to go down this path, son? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> I, was just, I was just kidding. 
<laughs> Bring me to her door. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's go do it right now. No, I'm just. <laughs> I, uh, I look at these guys, I'm like, uh, guys, listen, I might not be the, the smartest uh, minotaur in the bunch, but, um, you know, if we do this, um, it will help us get out of this town. I'm not sure how we're going to hide our shard. And uh, <laughs> I just start saying that in front of Duncan. Our shard and that morning star without this bag. So the bag won't fit the morning star, but it'll fit your other shard. I don't know that, though. Fair enough. What, <laughs> what is the, the bag made of? Uh, magic, the bag bro. is magical, but it's uh, the bag hides magic. That's what you can get just by looking at. Like he opened it, you sensed all this magical evil, and then he closed it, and you didn't sense it anymore. Um, this bag clearly hides magic from the outside. Okay, so say we do take take the shards, Aye. and we do start heading out of here. Aye. We know that what's his name, Aver Averlam. What's his name? Beckfoot. Asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Redguard himself saw Reginald. So he's going to know the moment we run out of here, he's going to chase us down regardless. So we're 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 the least helpful people in this this point cuz we're going to have to face off on that with that guy anyways. <sighs> that is true, lad, but perhaps you could take a road less traveled. So he whips out the map and he shows the town of Gilo and Gilo has four exits. There's a north exit, south exit. There's an east exit that goes to the river uh, and there's a west exit that will lead towards where, closer to where uh, Minas is from um, and things like that. Uh, also the Burnsley farmstead from the, uh, to, the, to the east. So he's like, you want to go west. So he rolls out this big map. If you head straight west, okay, it'll take you three days by horse and carriage to get there pretty far it's one of the closer towns to the queen to the aramore city you can get there's two uh checkpoints there that are run by red guards edelram asshole can totally tip off these guards and let them know that you're on the way he won't willingly leave town behind you to follow you because he's not that dumb but that he will definitely keep his eye on you that way if you travel south he whips out the map this will take you a lot longer, lads. It'll take you a lot longer to travel there. It'll take you probably a week and some odd days to get there. You'll travel through the Riverwood Forest. You'll keep to the edge of Riverwood Forest. You go south for about three, four days. And then once you reach the apex of the forest, you'll go be traveling back north. That'll lead you to your road straight to Dillamore, which is the city you're going to. And you should go undetected. Because that trip is way, very out of the way. If he sees you leaving through the south, he might not even bother. People tend to not really travel through Riverwood Forest. But if you're trying to avoid the Red God, well, that's your best bet. So if we're already going to have to fight things, what if we went to the just straight to the north and then head to the west that way? If you go to the north, well, I'm sure Adelram will send some people to follow you. Because you have to head north, then west. That's the That's the route to get to the western because if you just head west out of here it just leads to a river so you have to go north and then westward and then that path is like where all their patrol points are what if we took a boat out of gilo and traveled along the river hi lads i'm not sure how you would get a boat they're quite expensive it's totally possible absolutely possible lad i mean could we not rent passage hmm. they don't really do ferrymanship over here it's more like an import export type thing I mean, we're doing you a huge favor. You don't have any strings you can pull for us. <laughs> Let me see. I was going to say, it looks like there's a port right at the end of the town 
due to this map. Yeah, but not like... Yeah, that's a port, but it's for like import-export type thing. Uh, yeah, they don't... Well, I mean, we got boats. this Minotaur. He's pretty He's pretty sneaky. I'm we give him the bag. Oh God. He takes a little trip. Oh, my we God. We see him on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. The UPS meter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we wouldn't UPS you. Come on. We have more dignity than that. FedEx, at least. <laughs> All right, I'm happy to do this, but uh, Duncan, uh, we we definitely need to get paid up front for this. I mean, we we might not see you after this going west. I could do that. I could pay you up front, lads. I I appreciate it. I really do. And uh, I think, uh, guys, I I don't know if you need the money, but uh, Armos, I think answers are that way. Listen, Drell, I uh, I think there are gonna be lots of monsters that way. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. He said the forest was dangerous, and I was pretty much in. So, that's <laughs> uh, my drill. All right, listen, Duncan, we're in. We'll do it. I lad slaps his hands on the table. Uh, listen, head out. I would head out first. First thing in the morning, what you could get, what you need to do, collect your belongings, sleep tight tonight. Don't worry, just tavern. I'll lock it down. No red god will be coming in here snooping around here. Not on my watch, lads. All right. Sounds good to me. Listen, you guys can take any route you see fit, and I can provide a horse and carriage for you and some food, but that's about And, of course, your payment, but that's about it, unfortunately. Uh, however you want to go, you want to head straight west, take a chance at the red god. You, you guys think you can handle yourselves? I trust you. Tomorrow morning, I'll hand you all the information that you need, the people that you meet, how you'll meet them and the location in Dilmore where it'll be set up. I'll send an owl over there to let them know that you're coming. I was probably going to say it's probably not best you know which direction we take. Absolutely, lads. Old Duncan can handle himself in a little interrogation if it happens, but stay away from the Red Guard. Try to leave when they're not looking, okay? If you head south, they may f track somebody, but once you hit the forest, they're not going to go in there. All right, guys. Well, let's get to sleep, all right? We got a big day ahead of us. Duncan slams his hand on the table. He goes, all right, laddies. See, first thing in the morning, once you get yourselves together, collect your belongings, come see me. I'll give you what you need for your journey. You guys head up to bed. You guys pass right out. Duncan stays up a little longer, cleaning up the tavern, keeping an eye on things. You guys go to your respective rooms and spend the night getting ready for tomorrow's new journey. And that's it for this week's session. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to episode 11. The world is finally opening up and South Trillis is their playground. Um, who knows what they're going to do, but Duncan has asked the heroes to go to the town of Dilmore, and who knows what they could find on their adventures. Will the Red Guard really stop them? Are they really a threat that Duncan says they are? Will they go through Riverwood Forest? Are they going to go visit Kemi Jones at Central College? Because I think that would be pretty rad, but I guess we'll find out next time on episode 12 everybody if you are not listening on spotify apple podcast or google podcast and you are listening on youtube or vice versa guys thank you so much uh all episodes are available on youtube the following thursday of release next episode will be out tuesday next tuesday 
Um, please check out the TikToks, the Instagram, the Facebook, the Twitter, the Discord. Come at us. Tell us what you got. If you guys got any thoughts, let us know what you're thinking of the campaign or just come by and say hi. We're always around. We're very friendly. We don't buy. Please, we are lonely. And until next time, we will see oh, you next Hold oh, on. Oh, we oh. got one more announcement. Oh, yeah? Go ahead and hit the kazoo, the triangle, the cowbell, even that recorder. We got one Humbrea hero. First one. Our first Humbrea's hero? Yeah. Mr. Mm -hmm. Man with Glass. We just want to give a great shout out. Thank you so much for supporting. There's hopefully going to be more to come. So make sure to check out the Patreon. Thank you. Woo, first Humbrea's hero. Man with Glass. Subscribe to the Patreon. Woo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> I already added them to my bestest friend column in my book. <laughs> Best glass blower in all of Humbrea. <laughs> <laughs> you need glass blown you talk to that man but once again until next time have a good one